Welcome to the 10th Annual Lovewell Alumni Songbook Concert. Hello, and welcome to Listen Well, a Lovewell podcast. The Lovewell Institute for the Creative Arts is an arts education not-for-profit where students from around the world have been conceiving, writing, and performing original full-length musicals since 1989. Tonight, it's a brand new Lovewell Embedded episode. Lovewell Embedded is a series where we take you behind the scenes on opening day of a Lovewell project. This bonus episode is also the first sequel episode of sorts, as we follow up our hit songbook episode from last year with a new episode all about the 10th annual Lovewell Alumni Songbook Concert held in Fort Lauderdale, Florida on January 5th, 2019. Let's pull back the curtain and listen in. That's right, we've somehow made it all the way to the 10th annual Lovewell Alumni Songbook Concert. Members of the Lovewell community have been traveling from around the world to Fort Lauderdale every January since 2010. They partake in the annual reunion celebrating the original Lovewell works from throughout the years. What started as a celebration of the first collected volume of published songs has grown into so much more. This year's concert was a celebration of Lovewell's biggest season yet. Lovewell artists around the world wrote 16 musicals in 2018, and songs from nearly all of them were represented at our concert this year. The show is a walk down memory lane with new performances of classic songs from the previous year. Whenever possible, the original cast members return to perform the newly staged song. And when that's not possible, we work together to get one of our many talented performers to step in and learn songs that are totally new to them. But of course, anyone who wants to be in any song is welcome. The most incredible part, it all happens in less than 14 hours over just two days of rehearsal. This year, we sent not one but two of our Lovewell staff members, Brian Brandt and Nathan Vogel, into the field to record interviews from throughout the rehearsal process. Let's head over to Brian and Nathan to hear some of those interviews. I am here with... Andrea Pena. Isabella Berry. Woo! <laughs> Thanks for being on Listen Well. Uh, how long have you guys been doing Love Well? We started last summer. Yeah, it was our first summer together, so I guess just one summer. <laughs> <laughs> what does this being the 10th annual Love Well songbook mean to you? It makes me really happy to know that such a good program and such an important program to people can live on this long and hopefully live on for so many more years. It also makes my heart warm up because it's such like a loving environment and to know that like you get to come back together and be with all your friends again and take a little break and just like regroup and immerse yourself into this incredibly like positive atmosphere. It's just so nice to know that they continue doing that because it's really important. It's always nice to come back home. <laughs> what is the Love Well song? that should be in the next edition of Just Dance. Oh, definitely Future is Now, like from Axel Falls. I don't know, I'm feeling a nice... Um... Oh, no, 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 what was, um, um, um... Do, 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 do. Repurpose Everything, that one. Repurpose there Everything. You go. Mm. Repurpose, Repurpose Everything, yeah. Repurposers was... That was, yeah, that's the one. Right. <laughs> and they have to do every single move that we did in it. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> Sweet. Well, that's it, guys. Thank you for being on Listen Well. Thank you well. so much for having Thanks us. Thanks for having us. Wow. <laughs> Hi, I'm, um, I'm Bobby Edwin Morales. Okay. 
Um, how long have you been doing Love Ball for? For like two or three years. Okay. What do you make of this being the tenth songbook? Um, it means that there have been ten. There have nine other of these songbooks. <laughs> like I guess like like it being this like one-off thing uh, sort of shows like I guess like the power. Um, of community, because you know, like if, if like they they wouldn't keep having them, if people wouldn't like keep coming back to like watch them, and keep coming back to to be in them, um, and I I guess like really with that like like shows is like how like how powerful like the level community really is. There's one song, one mm -hmm. level of song that either that you know or that you've like written or been a part of mm -hmm. in a show that you had <laughs> to take with you on a deserted island. Oh. What would it be? Wow. Okay, I think it's. I think it's the future is now. Yeah, no, why is that? Um, just because it's really fun. I, lo I, love, a, I love a funk number. Okay, Yeah. cool. <laughs> Thank you. This year, we once again broke our record for most songbook concert participants. There were students from nearly all 16 of the level productions from around the world in 2018, including students and staff from Florida, Ohio, New York, Kansas, and Sweden. Rehearsals began on January 4th, with students and staff having the opportunity to perform in fully staged versions of any of the songs they wished. It's a wonderful experience to see teen students from Sweden learning the choreography to a junior show from Florida. This intermingling and cultural exchange, having the opportunity to perform in a song students admire from afar, is just one of the many reasons this is such a special event for the Lovell community. Let's turn things back over to our reporters in the field for more interviews. Uh, we are here with Kenny, Kenny Decker, and he just set up a speaker. It's pretty exciting. Yes. Um, Kenny, how long have you been doing Love Well? I think I've been doing Love Well for about four years now. Uh, I started as a student four years ago, and then after doing one of those shows, I did. Uh, I just kind of helped out however I could behind the scenes. Um, and then the next year, uh, I was a staff member, and uh, here I am. Wow. And what does the 10th annual Lovewell songbook mean to you? I think it just goes to show uh, how great the community is, uh, because you know people from all around the world will come for 10 years now uh, and, and just come together to help support uh, this wonderful program. And uh, I think it just is a testament to, to how great that is. Yeah. I agree. And Kenny, if you were a Netflix executive, what level of show would you pitch for them to make a Netflix original of? Uh, I think I'd definitely choose Our American Brothers. Uh, I think that show was great, and I think, uh, I, think it'd do, I think it'd do well. I think people would want to watch it. I do. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. All right, thank you, Kenny. No problem. Erica Cycle. Um, how many years on and off have you been involved with Love Well? Oh boy. Um, or what year? When did I start? <laughs> <laughs> like 2000. When did we start? I started way, way earlier. Yeah. Ago. 11 years ago, so 2007. Okay. I would say. Um, <laughs> and then from 2007 to maybe 2013. Yeah. And, yes. um, and like, what do you make of it being the 10th? anniversary songbook? I think it's incredible because I remember when the first songbook was occurring and how monumental that was and now to see it from a whole new perspective it's it's really crazy and just to see how much 
how many different visions have come to life inside, and yeah. it's really cool to see. Um, and if there's one, <laughs> one song you had to take with you on a deserted island, a Loveless song that you oh. would, you can only pick one song. On a deserted island? Yeah. Probably a song from Daybreak. Yeah. Uh, what was the the ballad? You know, the end or like the big one at the end. Oh. Um, you know yeah, that um, one. But um, we're still here. Yeah. Yeah. That one. Yeah. It would just make me feel good because yeah. I'd be on a deserted island. <laughs> All right. Um, awesome. The students and staff that participate in the songbook concert have to learn a lot in a very short amount of time. But that's not all. During that rehearsal time, all of the ins and outs of production are happening as well. Our staff members are designing a set and having it hung, while other staff members are printing and folding programs that were just feverishly edited and proofread by staff members both on-site and halfway across the country. Then there are staff members designing lights, sound, setting up the pit, making set lists for backstage, getting the live stream ready. It never ends, and it's all a blast. But perhaps nobody has more work on their hands than our incredible music directors and choreographers who teach these songs at lightning fast speed to our eager students. Let's hear another interview. We're back at Songbook at Listen Well. I am joined by, what are you guys' names? Reagan, Kaylee, and Ben. Hey guys, so how long have each of you been doing Love Well? About a year. <laughs> um, I've been doing it about five years now, I think. Maybe a year or two. Cool, cool. What does it mean to you guys that this is the 10th annual Love Well Songbook? That's amazing. I love Love Well. It's really cool. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this place is really great. It spreads a lot of positivity, so I'm glad I got to reach a lot of people. Yeah. All right, now, what... Love Well show's title, would you legally change your name to if you had to? What? Um, I haven't seen very many, so I mean, I like them all. I, um, I like them all. Rose's Kitchen, that was one of my favorite junior shows that I was in. Very nice. Alright, well thank you guys for being on the podcast, and uh, Crush it on stage tomorrow. Thanks. Thank you. Maddie Musso. Yes. How long have you been doing Love Well for? Um, this is my fourth summer, going to be fifth. Okay. What do you make? I mean, how long have you been? Because I know your sister has been involved with Love mm-hmm. for a long time. So, how long? Like, is it crazy to you that it's this is the tenth annual songbook? Yeah, it's pretty crazy because my family we've been so connected to Love Well, like since I was like a child because obviously my parents, you know, Carrie and everyone in this like happy family. So it's pretty crazy to think it's already the t- like the tenth. It seems like the second or something, mm-hmm. but time just flies when yeah. having fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, and do you think like it shows that, like the program? And the communities continues to evolve. Yeah, it keeps on growing every single year. I remember my first year, it was small and it was very intimate. And now, just each year, we get bigger and bigger and we just bring more people into this environment. And I know it makes them so happy. And I know I bring all my friends and they say how much Love Well changes their life. <laughs> if there's one song that you had to bring with you on a stranded island, do you know, like, do you know what you would pick? Well, I know one of, like, the one that I was most connected to was definitely Underscore, because obviously I love Broadway, and it was all those songs, and 
there was one song called Blood, Sweat, and Tears, and it always remember, like, reminds me that you always need to be 100%, put your blood, sweat, and tears into everything you do. Awesome. Thank you. The 10th annual Lovewell Alumni Songbook Concert is always a special event. But it felt even more special this year as the first official event of 2019, which just so happens to be Lovewell's 30th birthday. To top it all off, it was the first time we could list all of the incredible contributors from our Spread the Lovewell 1000 Lovewell Producers campaign. Seeing all those names of supporters of the Lovewell community listed was an overwhelming sight. It's also a wonderful beacon of support for all of the creating that we have left ahead of us in 2019. Each event this year will no doubt be magnified by this monumental achievement in arts education. It's been 30 wild years, and we can't wait to make this one the wildest yet. Brian, Nathan, take it away. Hey, Susanna. So, um, wow, how long have you been doing Lovewell? I would say about four years now. Four years. And what does it mean to you that this is the 10th annual Lovewell songbook? I mean, it's pretty crazy, especially because 10 years sounds like a long time, but it really isn't. Mm. But um, it just shows how much the program has grown, because I don't know what it was like when it first started, but it's really organized, very structured, so it's pretty cool. Wow. Yeah. All right. Now, if you were to take one Lovewell song with you to a deserted island, what would that Lovewell song be? Oh, without a doubt, um, BG Screech. Um, I think it definitely would help me get animals. It would like it be a nature call, I'd say. Um, and it would entertain me until I die on the island. But, yeah. yeah, I agree. BG Screech is from? Um, um, Axel Falls. The, I don't know the second part. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Right. Thank you, Excellent. Suzanne. Yeah, uh, thank you. Thank you, <laughs> You said that you've been doing, how, how long have you been doing Lovewell? Seven years. Seven years? Okay. It's so, I'm so glad that we have like this like little check-in point. And I think that it's so necessary because I mean like even, even I, so I went to Sweden like a year and a half ago and a bunch of uh, like Swedes sometimes come down for a songbook and I was so happy to see them. And I think that it's so amazing that we have this. Because like I don't even have to go to Sweden to see them again, you know. So like I'm I'm very 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 happy. So I can see all my friends even if I'm not in the same session as them one summer. Yeah. And if there's one song that you had to take with you on a stranded island, deserted island, what would it be? One love all song. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um. The the song from from the June the Lovell Junior Show 2012 session two bookends. Two heads are better than one. I think. And why is that? Because it's so funny. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no problem. It might be easy to assume that now that we've done 10 of these concerts, they might start to feel formulaic or less exciting than they used to. But that couldn't be any further from the truth. Before the first rehearsal each year, it once again seems like we've been faced with an overwhelming and daunting task. Those feelings of doubt always creep back in to each and every one of us. How are we going to pull this off? But then you arrive at rehearsal. You look around at your friends, your family, your collaborators, the people that you've spent years creating impossible art with, and those feelings of doubt immediately melt away. Each concert is unique and challenging and hysterical and frustrating, and in a word, magical. Now we'll pass things off to the real show you all came here for, the 10th annual Lovewell Alumni Songbook Concert. 
Soon after that, it was followed by another one. And another one. And of course, another one. But these weren't just any notes. These notes were special. Because they weren't just written generations ago. They were created by students like you and me in the heart of Kansas. And those notes turned into song, which became musicals and became the building blocks of Lovewell Institute for Creative Arts. 30 years, a dozen states, a handful of countries, and three continents later, we are here at the 10th annual Lovewell Alumni Songbook Concert. Tonight, we celebrate the work of Lovewell students all over the world throughout 2018. 16 musicals were created by students and staff at the Lovewell Workshops in 2018. 14 of those musicals remain just this past summer. 11 of those musicals were written in four different states. Sweden. Over 320 students came together from around the world to write more than 894 pages of original content. Totaling together, that's about 1,044 minutes or 90 or 17 and a half hours of original content. Tonight we celebrate all that we've created in the past with an eye towards the future and all the worlds that remain to be built in a better image than our own. Welcome to the 10th Annual Lovewell Alumni Songbook Concert.
Gun in the Great Game. 
Uh, we wish we could grow on trees. Uh, money, of course. We all wish money grew on trees. That's a big one. But what about fully cooked hamburgers or cars? Or how about songs? Oh, I like where you're going, Michael. I'm glad you asked that question because it's the central premise behind our next show, written by the students and staff of Lovewell, New York City, in partnership with the New York Song Space. That musical, The Root of It All, an original musical. One day, a down-on-their-luck farmer, desperate for a change, discovers a magical tree that sprouts sheet music has grown in her backyard. After partnering with a local musician, they rise to fame, changing their lives and the lives of everyone in their small town. However, they will soon learn that if something seems too good to be true, that's probably because it is. Please enjoy the first song that falls off of that music tree, the one I have to save from the root of it all.
plot 100 years in the future. There, a group of students have wandered into the historical documents section of the library to complete their class assignment. What was life like for young people in 2018? In this future, historical documents aren't just books, but cell phones, a brand new window into the past. With the only digital content found in the stack of old cell phones as their guides, these students from 2118 will scroll through the lives, the loss, the love, and the struggles of Generation Z in the year when they change the world for the better. We hope you'll join the finale from Voice Yourself Tomorrow, a musical discovery of today, which was written by the students and staff at our workshop at JT Carabella High School.
science fiction since the middle of the 20th century. This summer, the future became the present, and Axel Falls, a new kind of musical. The fourth wall breaking, genre defying, retro futuristic sci fi adventure, all about an alternate version of the year 2018, where grounded vehicles have been replaced by hover cars, and the world's last fire factory and its town struggle to adopt a new identity in the changing times. It was written by the students and staff of the Lovewell Fort Lauderdale Teen Session 2 workshop this past summer. PG Screech? PG Screech.
wide variety of colorful characters, including an honest to God appearance by Bigfoot. This is what we
uncertain future. Together, they have elected the first ever Android leader to help them move forward together, away from drastic emotional decisions, and instead towards a society based on logical, rational leadership. In the struggle of human versus machine and love versus logic, who will triumph? Will the future look like our world does today, or will it be controlled by the machines we've built? Written by the students and staff of Lovewell Oscar Shang team, our final two songs this evening are from Do Robots See Shapes in the Clouds, a new musical. Our first song is The Political Game, followed by the finale from the show Shapes in the Clouds. so hard. 
to make happen. The first is that because this is the year 2019, this is the 30th anniversary of Lovewell.
that's the show. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Listen Well, a Love Well podcast. Special thanks to our reporters in the field, Brian Brandt and Nathan Vogel, for conducting those great interviews. We'll be back next month with another episode in our Love Well Rewind series. Until then, this is Tyler Grimes reminding you to listen well, create well, love well. Good night. Well, 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 well